you never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. Welcome back to Common Folk. Here we are as I'm sitting here itching my freaking mosquito bites. (laughs) We got them all over. They were so bad in Colorado. Colorado, I feel like they haven't been bad here at all. No, I agree. They haven't. They haven't been bad. We sat out like almost every night. I actually came back Mm -hmm. and the first thing as we jumped out of the car, I wanted to say, don't forget you're off. Because we were so... Condition, yes, to I, just spray. I would bet with the amount of rain that we've got, like over the last week, you we're probably going to start bad? seeing them. You or think? Do. Yeah, uh, but it's been so dry here, yeah. so that's what's been keeping them away. I don't but know. in Colorado, they've had they've got like they had like record snowfall, mm-hmm. so everything's melting. It's all coming down the mountain. It's overfilling the reservoirs. There's yeah. like almost like swamp land everywhere um, yeah. up in the mountains, and it's just it's breeding them. We did know? a lot the of fishing. Grounds. Oh yeah, and it was. So. Yep. It was yeah, we're going to Wyoming Are you? next week, so I'm sure it's going to be awful. With the family? With my girls, yeah. Okay. Taking them hiking. Oh, that will be fun. It is cool. fun. We go every year. My grandma and my mom, my, my grandma is crazy. Like, she four wheels. She hikes How still. old is she? She's almost 80. Dang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So if folks listened to the previous episode that we recorded... I feel like, you know, you had said a couple of different times, like, it just, I'm not really sure, like, where this came from. I'm not really <laughs> sure why I am the way I am. And we hit on a couple of things. Yeah. We didn't talk about grandma. Oh, yeah. Oh, but now so, skipped a generation, yeah. for See, sure. See, all of this is starting to come yeah. into the picture. She's crazy. She tells me, all, I'm like, okay, like, when are we going to start being a little bit more careful? Like, she still wants to, there's a 13,000-foot uh, 13, peak in Snowy Range that, mm-hmm. like, we've always gone to Snowy Range ever since. I was a kid she takes us out there and she told me this summer she's like when are we gonna tent camp again christina because i'm all for it like sleeping on the ground but i'm like grandma you probably shouldn't be sleeping on the ground anymore but she's the person like I'm she's like i'm it. gonna die on a mountain and did she you, goes just let me die she's 80 mm-hmm. jesus man yep. yeah she's wanting to hike and tent oh camp she in the does mountains. it all you That's can't awesome. stop it like she my mom wow. has even been like well maybe we should start slowing down a little bit she's like no and she's still yeah she goes yeah. four-wheeling up there in the in the fall and then snowmobiling mm. and snowshoeing in the winter like she's Dang. we definitely so skipped crazy. a generation and she's she, an adrenaline junkie and she lives yeah. there or no no okay she lives in stromsburg still oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. she's just an adrenaline junkie. gave me a mental picture of a, a a gal that we used to buy little baby pheasant chicks with because mm-hmm. we'd always try to repopulate our ranch or just kind of supplemental populate you know mm-hmm. to help that population kind of come back and whenever we'd go buy them this gal and she was over 90 at the time and she's just this little old lady, and she just hops on her four-wheeler, just just drives like crazy <laughs> down the ditch of the road from her house to the, the barns. And then, you know, she's like 90-something, she jumps off, and she's like scurrying all these little pheasants into the net. Like, I mean, she's just, I'm like, how old? Like, I'm thinking 67, maybe? No, yeah. no, 92. I'm like, whoa! That will, like, be, that will be my grandma. <laughs> like, she's going down to Nashville. <laughs> With friends, like she get, it's like someone's fiftieth birthday party, and she got invited because oh, she's just like that person. Oh my gosh, I love it. I'm like, it's you're awesome. just crashing someone's fiftieth birthday. It's like someone locally in Stromsburg, but I'm like, a bunch of fifty year olds and an eighty year old like hitting yeah. up Nashville. But that's my grandma. Like she's, she's cool. crazy. Now she's got some good stories. Grandpa. Yep. Okay. Yep. Is he as active? He's very active. Yeah, he'll still hike. He loves to fish, and so uh-huh. he'll come with us just to fish with my girls. So, but yeah, he's still. 
taking care of our whole, like we've got a little lake house out by Stromsburg and he's still out there doing all the stuff and mm. they won't slow down. See, mm. it's in your bloodline. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. there. And your yeah. parents, yeah, super active, <laughs> track stars. Yeah. I mean, come on. Don't yeah. you need to warm up? Still mm. win the 400. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're back with Christina Elder. Um, as we talked about in the last podcast, just kind of how you came up and, and what you're doing today. Um, and and a, a subject that we got on on the other podcast was about nutrition and diet and eating. So we wanted to dig into that a little bit more um, without making that episode too long. So just real quick, can you kind of recap um, what your accomplishments have been just to establish for the audience, if they hadn't listened to the other episode, kind of what you've done lately? And then let's start digging into kind of how your diet looks and how you feel about it and then also as a health teacher you know how what you kind of what you teach mm-hmm. all right well i am um i'm obviously a health teacher so this is my 11th year um in health and physical education and i'm super passionate about that um and love to continue to learn about all aspects definitely when it comes to nutrition um and preventative stuff in terms of stress management nutrition sleep management that kind of thing mental health um, and I'm a track coach. This is my 10th year of coaching track um, as a, the head coach at Platteview High School. I'm a mom of three and happily married to my husband of 10 years. And um, I am a semi-professional track athlete in the 400 and the 800 meters speciali- specializing. Um, I have, I think, six national championships um, in the 800 and the 1500. So this will be my first nationals coming up in the four. Um, and then I am a bronze medalist um, at Worlds in the 800 meters and a gold medalist in the 4 by 200 meter relay. So Perfect. Yep. There it is. I so mean, doing something right, I guess. That's accomplishments yeah. for a lifetime if she's <laughs> <Yeah>. only 35, <laughs> guys. Yeah. And, okay. And you're not done. <laughs> not done. No. Uh, so, yeah. So we, we, we got to talking a little bit about, um, I think the original question was something about, like, kind of the top few things that you would recommend to folks to focus on you know, that you focus on, you know, Mm -hmm. if they want to be elite or or just do better. And one of those had to do with nutrition. And we started talking about that. And we were talking about um, you as a teacher, you know, where you're seeing the kids come in and they clearly didn't get good sleep and they're pounding these energy drinks and they're not eating good food and how that's affecting their uh, their performance in just in just class. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's get into that a little bit. Um, Do you where do we start? What do you What do you guys want to ask? I don't know. I guess I'm I'm thinking where, like, how has it changed since you said college? You were like, oh yeah, I've done that a little bit in college. Mm-hmm. Like, is that did that just come over time with wanting to know more about nutrition and fill your body with better few food? Like, how did you decide to get on this journey of? being you know what I mean more educated about what your body needs to then was it or was it because you're teaching these kids you know what I mean in health right I guess. right um, I would say the passion started earlier so it started when I was in college it was um, okay. I, I think a lot of it kind of started with the fact that how can I make my performances better? Like that was kind of my angle of like, okay, how can I get the best bang for my buck with my body and like feel good and be able to perform really well as an athlete? Um, I think that's where it originated from. Mm -hmm. So it kind of was more of a, I guess like a selfish 
driven thing in terms of like, like I somebody. just want right it wasn't somebody huh was like, it was truly this. like okay. intrinsic um, I was just really interested in knowing like for human performances mm-hmm. purposes um, and so I just started kind of diving into nutrition unfortunately like I kind of went the opposite way of what I'm doing now um, so I went like really low fat I was basically just eating like chicken and salads um, but I was I was eating clean so I wasn't eating a bunch of junk food mm-hmm. um, I was not eating enough I found out Um, my protein was too low. My fat intake was way too low for a female. Um, And I was just like, it was more of a like, all right, I want to stay lean. I want to stay fast. um, And I want to be able to perform well. But really, I was not eating enough. Um, And so I kind of found that out um, by my senior year. I just had like hypoglycemia problems, which just means really low blood sugar plummets. And so I would be at practice and my blood sugar would just crash. Um, and it would take a huge toll on my training. Like I just felt like foggy headed and I couldn't run. And, and so I was like, all right, I got to figure this out. Like, obviously I'm having these major blood sugar crashes and Uh I'm not fueling well. Um, and so luckily, you know, I kind of like toyed around with a couple things and never really quite figured that piece out. And so into adulthood, um, like I luckily found some, you know, like doctors on Instagram, like Dr. Sean Baker, Dr. Paul Saladino, and they were really kind of pushing like, Hey, like red meat is mm-hmm. there's so many nutrients in red meat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I haven't like ate red meat in like years. Cause I thought it was so bad for you. Greasy. It's bad. Yeah. It's greasy. Man. It's fat. Like I'm not supposed <laughs> Fat's to eat bad. it. Fat's bad. Yeah. I just <laughs> believed that whole, you know, dogma that was going on for so long about like that, you know, this fat is going to clog up your arteries and all this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, luckily I found them. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it because I've been struggling with hypoglycemia and like poor fueling for so long. Luckily, I wasn't training really hard at the time because I was in the middle of having kids, mm-hmm. um, but I still just wasn't feeling great. Like something was off yeah. um, hormone wise and just like I was just fatigued all the time. Um, so I started eating red meat and it was like night and day. Really? Um, and so I switched my diet completely um, and kind of took some of the processed car. I put a lot of, you know, like I was eating like special K cereal thinking mm-hmm. that I was healthy, you know, and like granola right. and like all this stuff. It's yep. just still processed, still yeah. boxed. Um, but I thought I was doing the right thing, you know, just believing all the marketing, you know, hammering cliff bars and all that stuff. So hmm. this might go down a way wrong alley, but <laughs> would you agree then like, especially the traditional food pyramid is just a bunch of lies. No, it's a joke. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And the new one I think is mm-hmm. just as bad. You yep. can see the people that, or that, you know, follow the money, right? Follow mm-hmm. the money. Yeah. The people yeah. that are paying for the studies and this mm-hmm. stuff, they have a ventured interest and, Joe Rogan just talking. We were talking about Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. how I think that special K sugary cereal mm-hmm. like was higher than yeah. just a hard boiled egg. Yeah, it's like so oh bad. no, it's not, not at all, not yeah. in any right. which way yeah. can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, that's a whole new rabbit hole. But I do truly believe that there's all these interconnections between pharma and the American Dietary Absolutely. Guidelines, and you know, it's like I just. We need to go back to the holistic. It's like the fact. Obviously, Mm -hmm. our dietary guidelines are not working. Mm -hmm. Like we, look at the. There's proof. Like it's like look around us. Yeah. Like our diabetes cases have skyrocketed in the last sixty years. I mean, there was no type two diabetes like back in like 1930. So, like it's just to me, I literally went full opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Of the like the American dietary guidelines, and I eat what they you know is called a carnivore diet. Um, so I'm purely red meat and eggs, um, raw dairy. So I get raw dairy from a farm 
And um, I still have like, you know, I find some good clean protein powders and stuff like that. Um, and I'll still eat like fruit and stuff occasionally, but I generally do not eat vegetables unless it's like a homegrown potato mm-hmm. um, or I'll do some rice sometimes and stuff like that. But I have been, this is four years now um, where I eat like two ribeyes in a day and like five eggs wow. and you've never died from heart better. disease <laughs> and you've never felt better right never felt better i mean i'm, yeah. I'm hearing a lot more about that Carmen. no that's interesting yeah. no it's yeah. interesting why why not veggies or add that much fruit um and you guys i'm actually on uh dr sean baker's podcast and we kind of talk about that but okay. um his book the carnivore diet's really intriguing but he talks a lot about how you know some people can hand, handle veggies really well mm-hmm. um but they're have what they call like plant defense chemicals in them so plants don't want to be eaten they want to protect their seeds Mm. Um, and so they have defense chemicals which are your lectins your oxalates um, things like that that cause disturbances like from like a biochemical level like within your body and your intestines and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Um, so I was having a lot of bloating issues is what I was having in skin issues okay Um, couldn't figure out what it was so I did this carnivore diet as an elimination test um, and everything got better and I tried to add some things back in like fruit. And honestly, I can't do a lot of fruit anymore just because of all the glyphosate that's in our fruit. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's just how, you Are know, you, what, and what's that stuff? Is that the, um, like the chemical treatment? Yeah. Like Gly- a chemical treatment. Gly- glyphosate? Is that glyphosate? Okay. Yes. Yep. Sorry. Gotcha. said it wrong. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can do homegrown stuff generally. Um, like if it's fruit, like I'll get it from a farmer's market yep. and I handle it really well. Hmm. Um, but vegetables generally, um, definitely like leaves and stuff. Like I just don't think they're optimal for humans. Hmm. Like if we were out, you know, if we, if we had no grocery stores, like generally like if you're going to eat leaves, that's going to be your last go-to. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, they say, oh, there's nutrients and stuff, but they're just, it's just not as bioavailable mm-hmm. as a steak or meat um, or eggs. And so it's, and they just honestly, like, leaves make me feel like crap. Like, spinach and kale just, like, hmm. made my stomach feel like Ugh. crap. Really? So, yeah. gross the, crap anyway. The, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, never, I never liked it, to be honest. <laughs> Some people do. It's fine. <laughs> so, um... And I think this is you were kind of touching on this a little bit, but and and I'm no food scientist or anything like mm-hmm. we're we we're almost just kind of like so let's rewind a little bit. We're f- in our forties, just started our forties. Yes. So we are kind of at this stage in our life where like we're taking a hard look at food, mm-hmm. you know, and figuring out because because you're feeling different and yeah. you're not you're just you're not plowing through things like you used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been hearing a lot of different things. So one of the questions that I had, and maybe you know this people talk about proteins and you've mentioned proteins quite a bit Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people that say you know these plants have these proteins and there's no reason why you need any of the meat protein how do you address that um if you look at like and i'll have to like i could send you guys some charts and stuff but if you look at comparison graphs of like red meat versus plants that do have protein in them um just the bioavailability and i'm not a chemist either Mm -hmm. by any means but the doctors will word this much better but we just don't process that protein the same and they're still missing things like Mm -hmm. your b12s they're incomplete proteins they're incomplete proteins and Mm -hmm. so they don't have all nine essential amino acids unless like soy does but it's also not very bioavailable Mm -hmm. like when you ingest it your body just isn't taking all the nutrients as well as if like you ate like 
you know, a steak. Mm -hmm. And so your body's going to use all the nutrients from that steak so much easier than a plant. Like it goes in and then it like kind of clogs up in there and there's so much fiber in it. And so your body's trying to like, you know, suck all the nutrients out and it's just not as bioavailable. Um, and then you have the toxins on top of it. Mm -hmm. So you have your fighting oxalates and lectins and things like that. Those are just natural defense chemicals that they have. Whereas like if a cow eats grass or leaves, their digestive system is completely different than ours. They have four stomachs. Yep, they have four stomachs, and so they have more acid to really break down those chemicals and stuff that we just don't have. And so it can cause a lot of, you know, for me, it was causing bloating. Um, Like, for other people, it can, like, they're even making arguments it can cause autoimmune disorders. Mm -hmm. So, and people like Crohn's disease. Really? Yeah. So, um, it's just, yeah, there's definitely protein located in plants, but it's just like, shoot, if I can get, like, way more protein, way more iron, and it's way more bioavailable from eating hamburger, then I'm going to eat that over Mm -hmm. like, you know, plant-based protein. So is even like a vegan is still going to have to supplement because you're just not getting B12, you know, and like Mm -hmm. things that are super vital or like hemi iron, like you need to be able to get like good proper iron and the plants just don't have it the way Mm. red meat does. So yeah, we're huge on meat. I mean, we've Mm -hmm. obviously we get our cow from yeah, and I, I, I mean, mean, and you know, in hearing what you're talking yeah. about, you know, it's kind of, and that's why I always like to talk to people that are doing different things. You know, in my mind, I almost feel like we eat too much meat because we have it. No such. We thing. have it. Well, and that's the thing. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> what we're talking about. <laughs> but we have it every meal. Mm-hmm. Every meal. You know, and there's, and yeah. and I feel like one of the things that I struggle with is I feel like any problem in life comes from not doing it in moderation. Mm. So I feel like. If I'm just going to massively consume this one thing over and over and over, it's going to eventually cause me trouble. But I, meat doesn't seem like it's one of but those things that has done that. But somehow, at our house... That's good fuel, though. As mm-hmm. I yeah. love how you think of that. It's yeah. fuel. You're fueling fu- your body, yeah. your brain. Michael, but I feel like the at, most bioavailable? I yeah. feel like at our house, though, and I think this is probably just the American way, meat, potato, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. have to have, like, some kind of carb. We don't always have to. Like, it could be meat... And veggies, or we like, do, what are do you that saying? Lot, you do yeah. meat and just maybe straight meat. Like you oh, would yeah. never do a, a like. My husband will just grill me like a sixteen ounce, and I'll just eat the whole thing. Okay. Do you do like? Mm-hmm. How do you guys prepare it? Like you said, it's grilled. Do you yep. do you season it? Do you do anything with it? Or? Yep, butter and sea salt, just like a, a Redmond's real salt, okay. like yep. a purely just yep. pure salt. Um, he eats the same way that I do. Um, and he's like thriving a lot more off of that too. Cause he had a lot of digestive problems mm. and he honestly doesn't really like vegetables. So he's like, ah, whatever. Like, Are the, right. yeah. Do mm-hmm. the other meats come into play with you guys yeah. and your diets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll eat chicken. Like we smoke chicken, um, a lot. It's just tough with chicken to get really well sourced chicken, mm-hmm. I guess. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of the times they're eating yeah. a lot of seeds and you know, like, well, they're, or they're like infused with things and so if you can sure. get like we just try to go for organic chicken or mm-hmm. something like that but i i still i love chicken definitely on the smoker like mm-hmm. otherwise i'm not a big like you guys have a yeah. short hair right a dog mm-hmm. german yeah. short hair pointer mm-hmm. we need to get you guys out pheasant hunting mm-hmm. I, I mean yeah. i love pheasant oh man and that yeah. i love pheasant there you go so much yeah my co-worker the other pe teacher at plaview he's a big pheasant hunter and i'm hoping to go for the first time this fall oh really i hope so i, I just need to like I need to practice, but <laughs> and my dog is hopefully somewhat ready. He needs some more training too, but um, yeah, he brings back pheasant 
every yeah. year, and I it's like my oh, absolute favorite. I love yeah, those. I love good. any wild game. Yep. I love deer. bison, deer. Same with mm-hmm. wild turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we always prepare a wild turkey that we got from the season, the previous season, mm-hmm. along with the regular turkey, the butterball. Yeah. Things and people just dive into that wild wild one. turkey. It's, it's gone. It's just different. And we always mm-hmm. get these comments like, oh. What do you use with that? Was that poultry seasoning? No, that's the way a wild turkey tastes. <laughs> poultry seasoning is trying to mimic what yeah. a pheasant or a turkey naturally oh, tastes like. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. if you yeah. yeah think about that. That's interesting. Yeah. And that was going to be my next question. You kind of already answered it, but where uh, does wild game stand in in your thoughts? Oh, I love wild game. It's just more of, and luckily I know quite a few people who like hunt deer, and mm-hmm. so they'll bring me, you know, deer meat and stuff like that like at school like a lot of my students so mm-hmm. i love it they'll like take a whole week off from school mm-hmm. just to go deer hunt and i'm like i, f- I love it i love Plavu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you should go out and hunt with your dad like mm-hmm. go do that for yeah. a week yeah. go fishing yeah go fishing yeah. and so yeah they'll bring meat to school for me and stuff because tyler's trying to really get back into hunting it's just been tough because our kids were so little yeah, yeah. um and then i'm training and so his bless him he's always like taking the back seat you know and like okay i'll stay home and you know so hopefully he can get out and go hunting a lot more and i'm trying to train our dog and so hopefully we can get out and i can eat more well because i love wild game like yeah. i yeah. love it i'll eat any i'll eat pretty much any meat i'm just not a big seafood person you're but, not i no. thought that was going to be my no. next question and then your I eggs i don't love it i do love you eggs get, mm-hmm. you just, get those for like from the farm yeah or do you get... like so i have a friend that lives in our neighborhood who has chickens and i'm hoping okay. to have chickens next year and have okay. my own we so. do love having mm-hmm. our chickens out here oh it's so mm-hmm. nice yeah. i want chickens so bad because yeah i'll probably <laughs> eat five or six eggs in a day Oh wow. oh, wow. I go through a lot of eggs. Yeah. Okay. Like a Rocky movie over it here. It is. Okay. It <laughs> is. I a lot. I know it's so funny because, yeah, people, if you look at the standard, like, oh, you're going to die from clogged arteries, I would literally, like, my diet, you'd be like, that person's going to die because I'm heavy cream in the morning, like, pure heavy cream, raw in my coffee. Um, and I'll do, like, two big cups of that and sometimes a little bit of butter in it if I need some mm-hmm. more calories. Um, and then I'm like six eggs in a day. Um, I can like, I can do like a 16 ounce ribeye in a sitting as well. And, or I'll do like two or three really big hamburger without the bun. Like I'll make like a chaffle waffle, like an egg waffles and like eat it like it's a hamburger. (laughs) Um, so I eat a lot of food. I probably eat like over 3000 calories a day. But how many calories do you think you're burning? Oh, a lot. But you know, like people... It's so funny because people will ask me, they're like, oh, my gosh, you probably like you look like that or you can look like that because you work out all the time. I'm like, maybe 45 minutes an hour every day. Like, it's nothing crazy. It's like the standard, you know, like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym for the hour, an hour. And sometimes my workout Mm -hmm. is like sprint really hard, take a seven minute rest, sprint, seven minute rest. So it's not like I'm like hammering out miles or working out for three hours. Mm -hmm. Like my workout schedule is pretty like, like you would like people think I work out for three or four hours a day. And I'm like, nah, I just eat a lot of red meat and eggs and raw dairy. And I sprint for an hour. Hmm. And now why raw dairy then? What's the, um, I prefer it just cause it has more nutrients in it. And I think it's wholesome in that form and at first my stomach was kind of like like it like took like a week maybe to adjust to the like bacterium and Mm -hmm. stuff in it Mm -hmm. but I swear my stomach's like can handle anything now just because like it's adapted to raw dairy my my kids drink raw dairy they do Mm -hmm. yep so is that pretty uh readily available it is so there's a farm in manly um that sells raw milk Mm -hmm. yep yep I I love it yeah there there are a lot more of those 
Because mm-hmm. you're being forced as a dairy farmer, whatever, a row crop farmer, you got to figure out how to survive. Yeah. And yeah. that's one of the yeah. business models. I the government guess, doesn't love it, but he, he does it. No, <laughs> and I'm like, don't. I love it. I'm going to come buy from you. So, Even like yeah. your chicken farms that mm-hmm. are trying to be like free range. Free range. Like, oh, man, they're they're catching the FDA left and right. Yeah. Know. Trying to give them a bad time. When you talk about seafood, do you not eat? the seafood because you just don't like the taste or is there something different about that that you see compared to other meats um it's more of a taste thing okay. like i just don't love it um i'll eat like if my daughters catch like like crappie or something mm-hmm. like i'll eat it i mean Fish i just don't stuff, i yeah. just don't love it mm-hmm. i don't okay. love the taste yeah. it's probably because my my grandpa <clears throat> growing up we would catch catfish in the lake and then i would skin them with him mm-hmm. and we'd eat catfish which cat it, catfish is disgusting like it, yeah. is, it does not taste good <laughs> and i ate a lot of Aww. catfish as a kid um and so I it just, ruined you probably fried it's good yeah. well that's what i was gonna say yeah. Yeah, you're probably not gonna eat it you fried. gotta, no, right. you gotta it. fry it yeah yeah you and do. so i think i just have never like loved fish i just don't love the taste but yeah i love fishing and i love that my kids fish my husband fishes but so yeah. i got kind of an oddball question for you here and put on your nutritionist hat to try and answer this uh i was up around lynch and met a guy at a bar and you know just uh we're having a little meeting and it was over the noon hour so we each got a burger and i'm like you know it was kind of a vacation time for me so i went ahead and got a bush light and he's like oh no 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 uh couldn't do that. Can't do that. I don't drink anyway. So he ordered the Dr. Pepper, and it got me thinking, like, which is worse for your body, <laughs> the bush light or the Dr. Pepper? Because I am – I'm on this trip where I think soda is, like, the worst thing on the planet. Yeah. And then – but I, I get it. Not It's not like beer's a health food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what is the lesser two evils? Can you kind of give us a breakdown oh, on that? Oh, man. That's tough because, yeah, I don't really dr- – I don't drink either. Um, I like a good beer. Okay. But usually with training, like, it's like, I'm like, ah, it's just not worth it. Because it really does break your body down pretty mm-hmm. bad. Like, if you look at, like, a cellular level after you drink alcohol, like, just what it does to the cells. And, like, it's a to- I mean, it's a toxin. Really so you dries them out, right? Dries them out. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, and it's your body has to process that whole thing. Because it, it is. It's like just putting a, you know, a toxin into your body. But, yeah, soda's the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you got aspartame in it or what like with diet sodas you got a major toxin with aspartame or those uh artificial sweeteners um whereas i'm like shoot i tell the kids all the time i'm like if you're gonna drink a soda drink one with sugar in it it's still bad like really bad but it's better than drinking artificial aspartame which is in like everything diet anything that's a zero sugar you should be like oh like diet coke what's in there yeah Yeah. the thought Mm -hmm. was diet coke's at least better for you you know it tastes worse and it's way worse for you no as i would say both are pretty dang bad i mean in in like a lot of sodas you got food colorings in there too Mm -hmm. and whereas with beer i mean i've never really looked at like the ingredients in beer barley it's just barley hops and water (laughs) i mean pretty much like i would say it's like less ingredients so i would give beer the there we go that's what i was looking for Uh probably because i like beer better too (laughs) (laughs) a little bias there that's okay i think i heard something that it takes call is it almost like 14 days for alcohol to get really it's out a, of it's your a process it does a system. lot to yourself I mean, once you drink yeah that's yeah. why i avoid i i avoid it pretty much all year and then you know like once nationals is done then i'll have like a really yeah like i'll have a couple beers here and there for like a month or so and then kind of just like take a break from it again so yeah yeah if uh Not great if we go back to red meat and beef do you have a preference or a thought on grass-fed versus grain-fed 
Um, I prefer grass-fed if I can get it. Um, and Dr. Sean Baker talks a lot about that, too. He's like, there's not like a, you know, some people are very like, oh, there's a huge right. difference. But, you know, he kind of says he's like most grass-fed cattle are green-finished anyways. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so they get some grains. But for me, I'm like, well, the less grains they're fed, the probably the better. Because the research that we have is that grains are just so inflammatory. Like, they just are. And mm-hmm. it, it totally stinks. And because I love, I love grains, too. Mm-hmm. And I kind of – sometimes I miss them. I don't miss them as much now just because I've been off of grains for so long. And I was having so many issues with it. But mm. I just think it's the way our grains are fortified here, too. Because – in Poland, like I had a pierogi, which is flour, you know, you got flour and then it's like there, I never got sick or bloated off of any of their food over there, which wow. was very interesting, but they have a lot less people to feed mm-hmm. in terms of like they get all yeah. their food local and it's a small country. And a pierogi is like a runza? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yep. 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 But, like, way better. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Oh. It was so good. Sounds good. It was amazing. I crave them all the time. I'm like, can we just go back to Poland for a pierogi? <laughs> <laughs> but and I, I think when you think about it, like, with beef, you know, grain-fed beef, like, it's – most of that's just straight out of the field. For yeah. sure. I mean, oh, it's yeah. not – it hasn't yeah. gone through some kind of mm-hmm. yep. so true. So true. or whatever. So yeah. true. It definitely fattens the cattle, and yeah. mm-hmm. fat cattle taste good. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. So, I mean, it's we <laughs> well, <laughs> try to go grass-fed if we can mm-hmm. just because I feel like that's a natural diet for a cow. You know, it's that regenerative agriculture thing that I'm yep. really supportive of. It's yep. like cattle should be out in the field. They should mm-hmm. be pooping on the field. Like it's yeah. regenerative. Mm-hmm. Like it's what we need, mm-hmm. which is funny because people are trying to get rid of cattle because right. they think it's yeah. bad. But yeah. really it's the best thing. I mean, you like look at – there was millions of bison mm-hmm. on our you know, on our land here. Yeah. And it's yeah. like it was all regenerative ag- agriculture and mm-hmm. it was the best thing for the land. And mm-hmm. so I do think that you know, if they're eating grass, pooping on the grass, that's the best thing for them. And I'm sure it reflects in their meat as well. But mm-hmm. I'm – you know – I'm not against a grain-fed hamburger. I'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Happily. Yeah. 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 We've had a couple guys on here. We have had Upstream Farms. And then, yeah, so uh, I, I, I was thinking. Piedmontese. Pied- yeah. Piedmontese. Piedmontese. Oh, yeah. so good. I was yeah. thinking about mm-hmm. that when you were talking and, and mm-hmm. almost thinking about just closing out with that. But those um, those two folks, I mean, that, those would be two places that I would definitely recommend to anybody who's mm-hmm. listening to this mm-hmm. and is interested in getting more Uh, natural, wholesome beef. Well, they got Uh, a lot of literature and a lot of studies up on their website even. Go check it out. And it's by third parties too. For sure. Um, The Piedmontese is, I think it's cpbeef.com. And those guys have gotten really heavily focused on being grain fed or grass fed in particular. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. They do. I think they do have a grain finished kind of section, but most of Mm -hmm. theirs is grass fed, grass finished. Um, And that animal, there's, we interviewed those guys and there's a lot of science behind uh, the muscle fibers in mm-hmm. that particular breed yep. of, of cattle. Yep. Um, it, it's great. It's great meat. Yeah. And then uh, the upstream guys in Albion, um, I think it's just upstream.com. They're, what were they, fourth or fifth generation yeah. uh, farmers, farmers, twin yeah. twin brothers um, in their early 20s. And we get whole cattle Cows. from them. That's so cool. Is that what you do? With all the beef you eat? We're planning on, we need a deep freezer. Okay. And so right now we'll just buy, you know, get the grass-fed beef, like, at the grocery store. And I want to be able to, like, buy from a rancher and support a local rancher. We just need more storage. And the the thing is, is it is is so much better 
and just flavor wise. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if you did some kind of scientific testing, you know, the, it would it's more nu- nutrition it dense. Oh, it, it hasn't been through yeah. this whole processing. Yeah. Um, you know where it's from. You know where it's from. Right, exactly. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, it comes straight from We have guys. some yeah. in the freezer here. We'll give you some when you yeah, leave. Yeah, take some, yeah. yeah. And if you guys get to a point where you do want to um, start purchasing, like, quarters or halves or whatever, get with us because we'll help you with that too. But yeah. we're 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 firm believers yes. in meat for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's mm-hmm. what we've always ate. Mm-hmm. I, by far, do not overly eat healthy. I mean, we're sitting here. Look, look I got my, I got <laughs> my dots, dots, cheese curds dots right here, cheese curls. They are really good. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. something that we've been thinking a lot about and looking at. And Morgan's been um, testing some different diets for herself, yeah, for different health reasons and feelings, and you know, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, just wanting to feel better. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, this stuff is super interesting to me. I, the next thing I wanted to ask you about you, you talked a little bit about like the pops and the sodas and those kinds of things. How do you feel about just sugar in general? Um, I, I don't eat a lot of it, but at the same time, like if it's in, like if I'm, like the other day, like I want like homemade ice cream, like from like a really good ice cream shop. Like I know there's sugar in it, but I know it's like relatively clean. I mean, it's cream and it's sugar and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, it's like I'm not afraid of it, mm-hmm. you know, whereas I would say back in college, I was almost like you know, really afraid of certain foods. And I'm like, that's not a healthy mindset either at all. And so just kind of like that whole moderation, right. you know, mindset as well. Like I'm not going to feel, I, I choose foods based off of, I know it's going to make me feel better. I'm going to perform well. My mind is going to be clear. I just, I feel so much better and I choose foods based off of that. But if like someone offers me homemade ice cream, they're like, yeah, you know, but it's just not something that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of it just because of like what you, like the blood sugar spikes that I talk to my students about all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like every meal should be protein. Like protein should be your focus with every meal. Like you guys said, you eat meat with almost every meal. Like that's mm-hmm. great. That's the best thing you can do, you know, is that every time you eat, it's the main focus is a protein, you know, and then it's like, you know, have some like some berries on the side. Like, you know, you have some fructose, mm-hmm. some sugar there, you mm-hmm. know. And so I just don't I feel so much more I feel so much better more in like a t- ketosis state. Like I'm not like a big like I don't push keto as a diet like or anything like that. I personally feel better fueled on fat. And so my main Great. focus is fat. And so I eat a lot of fat. Because that's my energy source. So you look at protein, like Dr. Ted Naiman talks about this. It's like a triad. So protein is its own thing. Mm-hmm. It's, that's a completely – and then you have your two energies. You have fat and you have carbohydrates, right? And so you're going to get energy from one of those sources. You know, protein can provide – it's interesting. Like by eating protein, it then kind of turns – within the brain and the body, like it can be, you can get glucose from it, which is very interesting. And so that's how, like, it's like I could eat zero carbs all day, but I've ate so many proteins that like I get that glucose still from the protein, which is interesting. A lot of people don't know that. Um, That's why I'm like, yeah, I feel great. Like I just, like the last time I ate was a couple hours ago. You know, if I need to wait hours, I can. And I don't feel like I'm going to like you know, like keel over, over. which yeah. is how I used to be. But now I'm like, nah, I'm just burning fat, you know, until I can eat again. And then when I'm hungry, I eat, you know. And so you got protein and then you got your two energy sources. So you can kind of, you can eat both 
or you can choose one or the other. Like it's just, you know, it everything works because those are your energy sources, but protein should always be the top focus mm-hmm. because that it does everything. It rebuilds, it repairs, it provides energy, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like the it's your main main focus all the time. And that's why I try to teach my my young students like just the simple concepts. And I'm like, and if you focus on whole foods, you know, that doesn't have to be the carnivore diet. That doesn't have to be keto. It doesn't have, but if you're just eating whole foods, like your mm-hmm. single ingredient foods, like you're going to be so much better off. Yeah. You know, chicken is chicken. A strawberry is a strawberry. Like it's, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just like a single ingredient food right. and that should be 80% of your diet. You're going to be feeling so much better because you don't have all these like chemicals that your body's trying to process all the time through processed mm-hmm. foods. So my main thing that I just suggest to people is avoid processed foods if you can and just try to stick to whole foods and you're going to feel so much better. But one thing that people just don't, they think they're eating enough protein and they're not. Mm-hmm. Like you should be eating one gram per pound of body weight. I just read that so, the other day. Yeah. And it's like, I probably... Uh, if I track and I don't track a lot, sometimes I do, if I'm like kind of feeling off, like I'll track my food for a day and be like, oh shoot, my protein was too low or my fat was too low. Um, and that's why I feel like this, but usually I'm like over 200 grams of protein in a day and you know, I'm only 130 pounds. And so I like definitely overeat protein, but I'm also trying to like conserve a lot of muscle or build muscle, Mm -hmm. like as a sprinter, like I just need to put on more, but like most people are under eating protein, especially women, like a hundred percent. Yeah. So we already threw a little bit of shade at the old traditional food pyramid (laughs) and the new one. Mm -hmm. And the spinoff of that was there's a huge war, especially in commercials and this and that, on fat. Yeah. And wouldn't you say that should have been targeted towards sugar? Yeah. But maybe that's what you were kind of going down. Like, talk about sugar because, man, that is is one heck of a rabbit hole. It's just like – it's just pointless, man. It tastes good. But it doesn't do anything for you. Like, Mm. that's kind of how I look at it. I'm like, it just doesn't do anything for me. Mm -hmm. Like, why – when I can, you know, eat this instead and actually get something out of it. And I know it's like now when I look at food, I'm like, I know it's helping me and it's healing me and it's doing the things that I need it to do mm-hmm. instead of just like, you know, this brownie, like, you know, I'll still eat a brownie here mm-hmm. and there, but it's oh, just yeah. like. Love brownies. Yeah. But it's just like, <laughs> I, I know it's not going to do anything yeah. for me. Like, it's just like, it's just a sugar rush and it comes back down again. Yeah. Like it provides me yeah. like a little bit of energy maybe. It seems like but, what happened mm-hmm. was that, like you said, that war on fat, you know, and you started seeing the labels on, on the bags of everything. Fat free. Fat free, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, but uh, what they weren't uh, advertising outright was that, yeah, we pulled all the fat out, but mm-hmm. then we plowed it with sugar because it didn't it, it took all the taste away yeah. right? right so yeah. then the sugar was used as as a as a flavorizer mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. yeah yeah my uh, kids my kids pediatrician this was he should have never tried to do this battle with me but he was like my son is he's a big kid like he's like 40 pounds and he's three and he just he's when i was pregnant with him all i ate was meat and eggs mm-hmm. and he's just a hoss you know he's not overweight or anything like that he's just a big kid yeah and my pediatrician was like well maybe we can you know, get him off whole milk now and he can go to skim milk. I go, why? I go, what's so good about skim milk? And he's like, well, you know, less fat. I'm like, so Ooh. you don't want him to drink juice because it's sugar, but skim milk is okay when really it's just lactose, which mm. is sugar, right? They take all the fat out. It's literally lactose and water. Uh-huh. That's what skim milk mm. is. So it's sugar water is what it is. Like, yeah. and I'm like, lactose is an ose. It's just like, it's in the same family. It does the same thing. And he was just kind of like, 
just kind of sat there. I was like, don't even go down there. I was like, so his brain still isn't growing, you're saying? So he doesn't need DHA from whole milk? I was just like, I was ready to go. I was like, I "I still drink whole milk. I'm like, our brains are always, you know, look at all the Alzheimer's and dementia. Your brain is 60% fat. You need fat. I watched a kind of a neat evolutionary thing and just us as a species kind of we went down this really weird path where we put way too much energy towards our brain. Everything mm-hmm. else, like a deer, mm-hmm. like the energy goes to its muscles to get away from predators. The predators get big muscles and a little bit more brain power so they can catch the prey. Here we are, this thing that, I don't know, are we prey? Are we, are we hunter? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know, but Which we have one? these really big brains. It takes a lot of protein to operate <laughs> with, yep, you know? Yep. So puts yep. more on why eating meat and things of that nature yeah, is probably you even were more t- important. When you were talking about chicken, I actually was at the grocery store yesterday Got chicken along, forgot it. That was dumb. Anyways, I'm going to go back and get it. But it made me think, where can, do you know of a place that raises local chicken? Because we get great uh, beef. You've hunted, do you eat um, pork? Because he's done pig do you eat mm-hmm. pork? I mean, sometimes like but i like i much. like bacon yeah mm-hmm. but i'm not like i and i like ham too yeah mm-hmm. yeah but, but not, it's it's yeah. not my like go-to i just feel like we mm-hmm. i would like that that crossed my brain is was thinking why don't we get chicken mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah we yeah and we haven't done that like as far as like getting um, chicken directly yeah. from the farm but there there absolutely is places okay. i mean yeah. you can yeah. hunt around like one of yeah. our buddies luke he was getting it from a place um Somewhere around here called okay. uh, John's Naturals. Oh. And that was like naturally raised chicken. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of them out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy that I met at a at this conference we went to that was a veteran farming conference that he's in. He's in Michigan, maybe. Um, but he's got a huge, you know, uh, business just raising chickens and selling them. Okay. But, but it's all kind of local. I you just know? feel so like we always hear local. about beef. You know, yeah. but yeah. not as yeah. much chicken. Yeah, so. it's a lot more commonly uh, purchased, I feel like. Yeah. You had kind of touched on it earlier, and I wanted to ask, um, you know, obviously you focus pretty heavily on, on your diet and your intake and so on and so forth. Do you, do your kids eat the same way that you eat? Is that is it all across the household? Yeah, so they eat pretty similar. Um, I'm a little bit more flexible with them. Like, I'll still buy bread and stuff. Like, I just try to get, you know, healthier mm-hmm. breads and grains and stuff for them to eat because they still love, like, a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And mm-hmm. I just try to get not pro- super processed stuff for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, but I try to keep them eating. Pre- like, our family meal is always the same. Like, we all eat the same thing, you know. And it's funny because, <laughs> like, they, my my daughters love chips. And so I'll get, like chips that are made with like avocado oil or coconut oil or something like that so they can still have potato chips and stuff like with you know if we do like a hamburger casserole or something or steak or hamburgers and my son doesn't really like chips he likes pork rinds okay and so because i always have pork rinds in the house because i'm like i'll just munch on them or whatever and so it's hilarious how carnivore like he is with me and it's like i always you know i'm like it's because i did a whole carnivore pregnancy with him (laughs) it was so fun like my mid my midwives oversaw everything like made sure like and he was super healthy and everything was great and it was just like i i'm like we're gonna do this like i got enough like did enough research beforehand and stuff and he still is kind of you know all pork rinds inside of my beef you know so yeah they (laughs) they they very similar to us i make sure that they get red meat um, or pro- like it's like a protein with every meal. You know, they eat eggs for breakfast. 
um, or yogurt. I do not buy cereal. I won't do it. I've been tempted because it's so easy. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. definitely on school mornings. It's like, oh, or I like just want to pour some Pancakes cereal. or Eggos. Yeah, or, you know, we yeah. have. So yeah. I'll buy... Um, like the more like organic like waffles and stuff. I don't love them because you look at the ingredients and you're like, there's still canola oil in it or whatever. But like, I'll just try to get cleaner, but I don't want them to feel restricted. And then yeah. if they go out, to, if we go out to eat, I let them pick whatever they want, you know, because I'm never going to make them feel like, you know, oh, you can't eat that. It's bad. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, yeah. you yeah. know, because they go to their friend's house yeah, and they're like, and just wanna, gorge, yes, for sure. Yeah. And so I just try to educate them. And so, like, mm-hmm. my, my six-year-old will tell you. She goes, we eat meat because we want to be strong. And I'm like, you're exactly right, honey. Like, I don't make it an aesthetics thing. I don't make it, you know, a food-fearing thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's more yeah. of, like, okay, we eat these things because they make us strong and they make us smart. And mm-hmm. we want our bodies to work really well. We want to feel good. We don't yeah. want to get sick and, like, all this stuff. And so we yep. just talk about it all the time. Like, you know, like, this steak is fueling us and it's giving us so many nutrients and we're going to feel so good. It makes your muscles strong and your brain, like, powerful. And so we just try to educate them just on it as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. I had one more question. So quick go-to like snacks bars mm-hmm. is that a thing like I for mean, me or the kids yeah for or i guess either but more for you honestly I mean, like the crazy thing about my diet is i used to like when i was like obviously younger i just felt like i always had to have a granola bar on me because mm-hmm. i just get hungry all the time now it's like eh, like it's like a slow build to hunger like oh i could probably eat in an hour mm-hmm. you know but uh-huh. it's not like oh my gosh i need to eat something right now like i never feel that way and that's the best thing ever about this diet because i'm so fueled on fat that it's like obviously we all have body fat yeah. and so mm-hmm. if i need to tap into my body fat reserves if i gotta wait a couple hours before my next meal like i can yeah. and i truly feel like that's how as humans yeah. we've been designed like there's feasts and there's famines mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so there might be six hours where food is not available and your body's got to be able to handle it and so and i easily can i mean it's i definitely mm-hmm. have to eat more because i'm so active yes. like in training it's very important for me to get food right away mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so i'm pretty intentional about that but then if i have to go like all i've had today is i had kefir with my prime protein which is a beef isolate protein that's all i've had today i had it right after my workout and then drove here and i'm like oh i'll just eat some i got some chicken sausage in the fridge and stuff that i can eat when i get back but i'm still like no nah. Like, usually I would have ate, like, an hour and a half ago, but I'm, I'm fine. Like, I'll make it. I love that. Okay. You never hear too many dietitians talking about, I'll just go have some chicken sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Tyler, Tyler smoked a bunch of extra for me, so that's a big thing. It's like we have a smoker and throw a ton of meat on there. So I, I have leftovers because that's big for me because I'll just take a whole bunch of meat to school. And it just like, it cracks everyone up. My oh, yeah, my fun. principal is actually a cattle rancher too, which oh, is hilarious. Really? And so he used to harass me because I was a vegan ten years ago when I got employed there, and he'd just be like, "You need to eat some meat." And I'm like, Ooh, "Whatever." And now all I eat is meat, and so it's just like such a funny That's joke. Pretty- <laughs> like you'll see me walking down from the teachers' lounge with just like a massive plate of like a huge steak or something. <laughs> like, Can you just he's, like, see his small green. little person? Oh, he just loves gets it. Bigger and he bigger. loves yeah, it. Yeah. He loves it. Oh my yeah, gosh, that's- it's so good it's so good so yeah i'll do like i'll buy those like epic sticks um which are just like elk Mm -hmm. it's elk bison Mm -hmm. and i'll just like if i have to have something on the road if i know i need a snack do we have any of those sticks here still i think we've got some at home that's one that you should check out is uh dakota pure bison oh 
South Dakota, yes. their bison meat is so freaking good. Oh, I love bison too. And mm-hmm. they started doing sticks mm-hmm. and they're, they're 100% bison sticks. Oh, they're not that. blended with anything else. That's nice yeah. because that's the problem with Epic is they're blended with yeah. like pork and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And my husband won't eat pork. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, it's tough because a lot of them are blended or they have mm-hmm. nitrates in them. It's right. so hard yep, to find sure. something that doesn't yep. have nitrates. You have yeah. to order some more yeah. of those. Yeah. So last question I have, um, mm-hmm. and you touched on this and I don't think we talked about this earlier, but you just said there in a glimpse that you were vegan. Mm-hmm. So uh, what happened with that? Yeah, so well, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I was very easily persuaded by, I don't know if you guys ever saw that documentary, Forks Over Knives. It was like a big vegan documentary. Uh-huh. Like It was probably 12 years ago now. Okay. Um, but once again, it was just my whole, in fact, like I just have always been so fascinated by nutrition. Mm-hmm. And so I see that, I'm like, oh, whoa, you know, and just kind of like believed mm-hmm. it, which yeah. is exactly what it was yeah. produced to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I believed it and I went vegan and tried to make Tyler kind of go vegan. And he was like, no way. Cause that was like right <laughs> when we started dating mm-hmm. and um, I maybe lasted three months and my health just fell apart. And, that and was I was even clean vegan your too. other stuff? Because you were saying you were eating chicken. Yep. Yep. This was after. Was so I was after. like, yeah, okay. I was very low fat in college mm, and then okay. tried vegan right after college. And just my health just deteriorated. It's hilarious. I'll have to send you a picture. There's a picture of me. I was like running half marathons and stuff as a vegan. Still really skinny and don't look unhealthy. But then you take a picture of me now and the muscle that I have right. on is hilarious. Yeah. And I was it's weighed like the same. And and night and day. Diff- looks like a different person. Yeah. It's so crazy. And I was never overweight or anything like that. But it was my health was just not. I couldn't put muscle on. My brain fog was terrible because yeah. I was eating no fat. What was that? Forks over forks over knives. Forks I think is what, is what yeah. it was called. Cowspiracy yeah. was a yeah, very uh, one. yeah. I mean, yep. but it, it does it. It reels you in. It does. And I remember just and I I, I was kind of privy to some of the stuff. I'm like, ah, that's not right. That's mm-hmm. not that's not right. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, all right, so somebody's paying for this. Who's paying for this? You know. And they did a really good job. They waited till the very end. <laughs> Almond milk. I know. It's so get out of here. It's so yeah. It's you want to talk about sustainable almond milk? Yeah. 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 How many uh, (laughs) full eat the fat documentaries do you Uh, see? Not very many of them. And if you do, they're low funded. The (laughs) one that I saw that was very interesting to me was I think they called it like game changers or something like that. Did you ever see that? That one roped in a ton of people. I was and that was when I was already a carnivore when that came out. And so it's a lot of like the carnivore doctors and stuff. It was they actually had debates yeah. with yes. you know Arnold the Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it's like actually, did you know they you know they fed gladiators just vegetables to keep them weak so they wouldn't rebel because mm. it like makes you so mentally like ugh, like you have no fat yeah. going to your brain, and so they actually did it to like fatten them up a little bit and then make them so they you know couldn't mentally like rebel against. Yeah authority mm. yeah wow. wow it's super interesting mm. yeah. yeah well an interesting topic i think we you know just kind of so scratched good. some of the surfaces on it we yeah. probably could talk more about that oh, uh, easy. down the road but i think it's on a lot of people's minds there's a lot of things out there mm-hmm. you know about foods and diets mm-hmm. and yeah yeah it's really hard to know which way to go i think it seems like the moral of the story is that you know it is a little bit different for everybody mm-hmm like, I don't know for a fact that everyone could do the diet that you're doing and, sure. and still feel good. Yep. You know, I talk to people who do 
vegan diets or whatever, and they seem that, you know, they think it's right for them. They feel like they feel good. You know, they, it didn't only take a, a few weeks or months or whatever for them to feel like crap. They do it for years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of has a little different thing. But I think one of the things I heard you saying earlier is really, and this is the way that I felt, is to really be in tune with your body. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like listen to mm-hmm. what your body's telling you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're craving something, as long as you know it's not straight up trash, it's probably because your body needs it. Mm-hmm. You know, what is that that you need to right. to eat at that time or drink or whatever? Yep, you're exactly right. I think we've really lost touch with, you know, okay, what does my body need versus like, you know, we're so stuck. There's a lot of these foods that have been created intentionally to hook us in and Mm -hmm. so we like start craving them more and when it comes to a process situation and so i think and i tell people all the time i'm like you don't have to be a carnivore like i'm not going to think any less of you if you want to be a vegan like it's because yeah everyone's different like i have my beliefs on what i think is humanly best Mm -hmm. you know and like the most bioavailable for us and i truly do think you know with the science that Mm -hmm. i've looked at and everything i do think meat is super important for humans but not everyone's gonna go that route Mm -hmm. and i'm like you know what i would i would just i could have a discussion a friendly discussion with a vegan like i have nothing it's not political like Mm right you know i just think that people need to go back to being in tune with your body and focusing more on food as fuel for good optimal, you know, human. And just, it's amazing because you don't have to be an athlete. And just when you focus on nutrition and once you start feeling better and you just feel like you can get through the day so much easier, it's like, it's life changing. You know, it's like, that's just enough right there to not feel like crap. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, a lot of my teenagers, they just feel like crap. They can't recover. They can't focus in class. And it's just because all they eat is processed food and Mountain Dew. Drink crap. Do you drink a ton of water? I do. Okay. But I'm kind of like, I think we should drink water when you feel like drinking water. Like it shouldn't be like, oh, I have to get two of these down in a day. Mm -hmm. Like I think that it's all kind of based on like in the summer, I drink a lot more Uh just because I know I'm losing, you know, a lot of fluid and I make, and I'm a huge salt person. So I make sure to get in a lot of salt too, because I know Mm -hmm. I'm also losing that. Yeah. Um, But I'm not, I'm like, yeah, I drink a lot of water, but I just drink it based off of like, okay, like I'm thirsty, I'm going to drink water. <laughs> it goes, and that goes back to what Very I was just natural. saying. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Natural instincts. Yep. Listen mm-hmm. to what but other than that, mm-hmm. coffee, water. Yep, coffee and water is yeah. pretty much it for me. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, this was Christina awesome. Elder, yeah, thank you. We appreciate you. it. Oh, I love it. Thanks again. Yeah. Uh, it's been a great, great discussion. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I learned a lot too. All right. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> I know. I, I mean, Andy's going to go crack a Mountain Dew, but. <laughs> <laughs> like Double Dew. Mountain Dew. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. Well, I'm going to close it out. Thanks again. Thank you. See you. Later. <laughs>